0: Hello, and welcome back, my beloved family. Welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we like to give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And today, beloved, we are going to discuss the truth about Holy Communion. Beloved, do you know that What's known as Holy Communion is more than likely totally pagan. Yes, it's more than likely totally pagan. I say more than likely because here you make up your own mind. We give you food for thought and something to think about. And then you take it before your father and go into your studies and you choose what you believe. I'm going to start reading a lot of things that I researched and about this Holy Communion. You know, I've had my doubts about that from the beginning. And I'll just be perfectly honest. If it's a holy, great sacrifice of the Catholic, more than likely it's pagan. I mean, come on now. Okay, that's, I mean, that's how I feel about it. And that's, I mean, just like they changed the the Sabbath, the worship day to Sunday. They changed it. It's documented. But it's really to worship Sunday to worship the sun god. They changed it from the seventh day. And what was one of the commandments? Remember this sabbath and keep it. They have holy. Keep it set apart. Okay? So there that's already a sin right there. Okay? <laughs> All right. Let's just get into it. So it's a lot of reading today, uh, giving you the information. And you tell me what you think. Okay, let's begin. Christianity is deeply rooted in premonotheism. Premonotheism, that's how to pronounce it, and pagan mysteries. You know that word, premonotheism, is P-R-E-M-O-N-O-T-H-E-I-S-M. Premonotheism and pagan mysteries. The bread and wine are symbols of sacrifice and blood to a deity that many ancients feared. Keep listening. By consuming the symbols of God, they felt they would be able to be part of the God they worshiped. Science, proof of knowledge, had not yet reached a level where storms, earthquakes, darknesses, and famines could be explained as part of a natural world. These ancients feared the wrath of their gods as the only way to explain these natural phenomena. Phenomena. <laughs> these words give be... me. Okay. Now, Holy Communion, also known as Ekatris, Ekatris, You ekra- ha- Eu- I'm sorry. Eucharist, Eucharist, ah, give me Eucharist, E U C H A R I S T, Eucharist, is one of the most sacred rituals of Catholicism, and is usually performed at every Mass. A reenactment, it's a reenactment of the Last Supper of Yahushua, who they call Jesus and his apostles. Communion involves the ingestion of wine and a wafer that are believed to be the blood and body of Jesus himself, right? Christianity, listen to this, was not the first religion in the area to practice communion. Christianity was not the first religion in the area to practice communion. However, the ritual ingestion remains a common practice in many religions, traditions, worldwide, and in religious traditions, worldwide. You need to hear that again. <laughs> I need to say it better. Christianity was not the first religion in the area to practice communion. However, the ritual ingestion remains a common practice in many religious traditions worldwide. Okay? Worldwide. Ritual ingestion of wine was already common and sacred at least 500 years before the birth of whom they called Jesus, Yahusha, whom they called Jesus. Now, known as Bacchus in Rome, Dionysus was the Greek god of fertility and ecstasy now he was celebrated through ritual wine drinking and yearly festivals uh, that also included dancing and intoxication you know just getting wild now in the in the bacchae by greek playwright let me get this name right euripides yeah euripides euripides that's it E-U-R-I-P-I-D-E-S Euripides written in the 5th century B.C. It is revealed that not only is Dionysus born of a virgin, but his blood is wine to be shared. Sound familiar? Another prominent pagan religion that was at the height of its popularity at around about the same time as Jesus was the cult of Mithras. Mithras actually shares many attributes with Yahusha whom they call Jesus, including a Last Supper just before Mithras ascended to heaven. You know, the enemy is going to always copy. Initiates of Mithras followers, initiates of the Mithras cult, partook of a sacred meal in honor of Mithras that included both bread and wine. And this is what the Mithras followers did, like the Christians do every first or third Sunday, (laughs) which were believed to be. The flesh and blood of a great bull. Now, Mithras, this was the flesh and blood of a great bull, which was one of their gods, right? That was slain by Mithras. Now, a bull is a god for some, one of those religions. Okay? The earliest extent written account of a Christian, Eu- Eucharistia, which in Greek is, means thanksgiving, These Greek words are killing me today. (laughs) Greek word for Thanksgiving is that in the first epistle to the Corinthians around 55 AD, in which Paul the Apostle relates, and he says, eating the bread and drinking the cup of the Lord in the celebration of a supper of the Lord. To the last supper of the man called Jesus some 25 years earlier. Now First Communion. First Communion is an important tradition for Catholic families and individuals. For Latin Church Catholics, Holy Communion is usually the third of seven sacraments received. It occurs only after receiving baptism and once the person has reached the age of reason, usually around the second grade. In the simplest terms, first, what they call it, First Holy Communion is a religious ceremony performed in church by Catholics when a child reaches the age of around seven and eight. Now come on. And celebrates the first time that they accept the bread and wine, also known as the European Eucharist. Are you listening? Okay. Now here's something that really make you go, hmm. This one is called The Mushrooms and the Cross. The The discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls in 1955 helped shed some light on early Christianity as the manuscripts include documents that predate the formation of Christianity. Listen. And as the manuscripts include documents that predate the formation the formation of Christianity, okay? According to one of the most prominent scholars in charge of translating the scrolls, John Allegro, Christianity was based on ancient fertility rites from the Near East that revolve around the ingestion of psychotic mushrooms. Hello. Allegro published The Sacred Mushroom and the Cross. That's the name of the book, which contends that the Christian Last Supper and communion are metaphors for these older practices. Hmm. Something to think about. Food for thought. Listen to this. The flesh of the gods. Something else about. Interestingly, hallucinogenic mushrooms were ingested in massive quantities by the Aztec peoples who called them uh, teononical. Teononical or the flesh of the gods like the intoxicating of wine like the like the intoxicating wine of Dionysus that induces an ecstatic state of union with the divine these mushrooms were used in rituals of fertility if john Allegro's theories about Christianity being based on similar cults in the old world are correct, then the roots of Christian communion may be based in pagan rites and have worldwide commonalities. Beloved, most of the things that Christians, we as Christians, we have celebrated when we're Christians, I'm no longer a Christian. (laughs) <laughs> That's not what, what scripture calls me. I tell you, I'm a, I'm a citizen of the kingdom. I'm a child of the most high. I'm a follower of the way. <laughs> I'm an ambassador for the kingdom. You know. Anyway. Most of the Christian celebrated holidays, holidays, are just pagan fertility rituals celebrations easter christmas <laughs> communion holy communion and you know and think about it this is what to celebrate when a child of 7 or 8 you know is going into that well children didn't weren't, weren't doing that these were grown men and women that were at the so-called Last Supper. You know, we have to be very careful of um, what we believe and check out. You know, and forgive me for stumbling over things. I'm having a little, a little speaking uh, problems today. You can see with my mouth. But, I, you know, I, there was a time I was doing what they call communion every day, three times a day. You know, but then I start thinking about it, and it's so important to the Catholic. I'm like, well, you know, I don't agree with what the Catholic do, so why would I, why would I want to go along with something that's one of their rituals? You know, and in my research, I found like so you make up your mind, but as I say, I'm pretty doggone sure that communion is a pagan ritual, fertility ritual. And uh, during this time, I just wrote a, I wrote a poem, and uh, you say, how are you going to go to a poem for this? But I did. Um, about it was one of my Our Communion. It's called Our Communion. This is communion. Listen closely, beloved. Our communion. Communion, written by Alicia Yahoo. That's me. This morning. 4 15 April 15th at 6 45 a.m. On this fast, no, this I'm on a fast. This I'm talking to the Father. Our communion. Start again. On this fast, you are my bread and my wine. Yahusha. Spending time with you, talking to you. This is communion. It's not for me to do just on the first or third Sunday, it's any time I desire to. And that should be every day. I couldn't go without food if I didn't have you to eat and drink when I'm thirsty and when I'm feeling weak. This is our communion. This is our precious set apart time when I partake of you as my bread and my wine. My darling Savior, I've come to a conclusion, and I know this is not a deception, nor is it an illusion. If we can't resist food to get closer to you, yet say we really love and cherish you, who are we trying to fool? So I say this to you from my heart, on this fast, you're my bread and my wine, Yahusha. Spending time with you, talking to you, this is our communion. Love your daughter and worship warrior your princess, Alicia Yahoo, a.k.a. Pastor or Apostle Zarina London. Now let me read the definition of communion. You heard the poem. It's talking about it. Listen to it communion is the sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings especially on a mental or spiritual level and that's what I was doing in this poem poem i was communing with him when you sit and talk to him you're communing with him it's not that some ritual with a with a little plastic cup or of, of wine or grape juice and a little wafer or, or some h- cracker or that hard, I don't know, cardboard bread that they, in a lot of these churches, nuts. And religion has nothing to do with him. If it's religious, it has nothing to do with our Heavenly Father. He is not religious at all. He hates religion. Religion, I believe, I said religion was started by Satan, with me? Hmm. Because religion has killed more people. Religion keeps people away from the Father. So, would you say this is something to think about? Would you say this is something more to think about? Food for thought. I would. Definitely saying, and you know, it's not gonna this message is not gonna make a lot of people happy, and a lot of people may not believe. I mean, we you know, that we've been going, I've been doing this for so long, and you know, and this they make it like it's so holy. I mean, it's a ritual. You're eating, they <laughs> years before our Savior, they were doing this, eating their God or a bull, like our uh the flesh of a bull and drinking the blood of a bull do you still want to keep doing that I don't and you know what I'm not I don't you know I don't do it at home even if I go to church if they're having it that day I'll just say no thank you I've already had my communion that's what I'm going to say because when I get up in the morning I'm going to talk to him I'm going to commune with him I'm going to have communion with him What did I say communion is? The sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings, especially on a mental or spiritual level. Beloved, I still say that I truly believe what's known as Holy Communion is more than likely totally pagan. I'm sorry. (laughs) Alright. Okay, beloved. Well, I uh, hope you can get something from this podcast and pray about it. You know, don't disbelieve me. Pray about it. Research it. And ask the Father. We gotta stop being dumb sheep. We don't want to be a dumb sheep for nobody but the true shepherd, because with him it's not dumb following him, but it's dumb following that man or that woman in the pulpit, or this, this that man or this woman on a podcast. You, you better follow the shepherd, and my job is to lead you to the shepherd. That's what we're supposed to do. We are not the shepherds. <laughs> Yahweh told me to say when I was speaking uh, on this on the Zoom. Outreach when I was preaching that men and women here on earth, we are not the shepherds, he is the shepherd. There's only one shepherd, the good shepherd, and we are just supposed to lead and guide them to the shepherd. Stop trying to be their shepherd and get them to follow and lead us. And they should only you know, because sheep, <laughs> they're very dumb and they don't question anything once. You know, they now once they know the shepherd voice, they won't follow anybody else's voice. And some of these pastors got their sheep so into them, they won't even follow Yah, Yah, they won't even follow their follow God or follow Yah because they're following that man (laughs) or that woman. And, you know, like I said, another one they don't even lift their head up when they eat the sheep. They just, they don't look for danger. And they're walking, you know, you heard the saying, if one fall off the cliff, they won't learn from the other one falling off. They'll just keep going, keep going. So we shouldn't follow anybody like that but the Savior. You know, to follow him. It's like when the shepherd comes, no question calls, no question asks. Ask, you just go. Now, what man or woman on this earth deserves That? That kind of authority over us. None. None. So make sure you follow the good shepherd. And if you're a pastor or evangelist or teacher or preacher, make sure you lead his flock to him, the shepherd. Like he said to me, he said to me, Peter, he didn't say to Peter. He, Peter, do you love me? Feed your sheep. Peter, do you love me? Feed your lambs. No, he said, Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Feed my lambs. All right, okay. On that note, I'm going to say, I hope we've given you food for thought and something more to think about. So, until we meet again, beloved, Yah says the same. And I wake up to do so, and you wake up to do so also. Shalom. Peace be with you. See you next time, family.